welcome to the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing Season 47, Episode 18 of SNL with host and musical guest, Lizzo. I'm Catherine Coleman, and this week I'm flanked by New York comedians Charlotte Otremba and Pat Riley. You can find them on the interwebs at Charlotte Otremba and at NotPatRiley, respectively. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so at Catherine is Funny or at SNLPodcast.com. Enjoy the selected highlights from this week's discussion. And if you'd like to watch our full-length ad-free sketch by sketch review, you can find it exclusively at Patreon.com slash SNLPodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible. We are so thankful that everyone has already come on board. All right, here we go. Okay, Lizzo in the house, giving us a very twerk-heavy episode. We love to see it, and I love to see you guys. How you doing, Pat and Char? Fantastic. Woo! So good. <laughs> so happy to be here. I love that yeah. y'all just met 10 minutes ago and have already given you like a cute name for your comedy duo. Pat and Char. Pat and Char. I think it's, oh, yeah. it's great. I love top billing. I've never had top billing before, and I feel like it's it's empowering. I like it. <laughs> I'm empowered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Charlotte, I know you're here. Uh, I mean, we'd love to have you on, obviously, but as soon as you saw Lizzo was hosting, you were like, I must oh my God. be on this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you, you're a big Lizzo fan. Oh, my God. Such a fan. Like, from the beginning, I was obsessed with her. I have listened to her songs on repeat. I mean, I mean, obviously. And then also, I just love her attitude. She's just so inspiring, so confident. So like, I just I feel better about myself, like because I'm inspired by her. And I feel like she's so multi-talented and so genuine and charismatic that I just love her for that. And then it also means that she's going to be fantastic on SNL. So can't wait to discuss. (laughs) And uh, Patrick, are you a Lizzo fan as well? I I love Lizzo. Lizzo is <laughs> is incredible. I think she is top tier celebrity for me. Where it's like, you you know, there's certain celebrities that you just keep hearing they they said something or they did something, and there's a little bit of you that's like, oh no, what happened? Lizzo's the opposite. Where like if Lizzo said or did something, I'm like, oh, is she is she trying to have a baby with Chris Chris Evans again? Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> uh, good for her. Good for her. I love that she's. This is what I really love about Lizzo. It's a more recent thing. Is she's unapologetically horny on Maine. And it is what I feel like it's what we need as a society as someone who just is, it does not. I'm just, I, I have sex. I am a sex positive yeah. person. There's no fuck. Don't, there's no shame here. And I am, I love, she even in the mala, I'm, I'm manifesting. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. what it is, and I love that. I really, I really, really love that. Yeah. I love that. She is uh, so unapologetic. I love that she shoots her shot and like Lizzo doesn't understand the concept of like a guilty pleasure. Right. She's mm-hmm. just like all out there all the time. And I love that. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Well, with that out of the way, I'm excited to see your thoughts on on what she gave us. So let's get into the show. Let's look inside the Black Eyed Peas songwriting process. Pap, what'd you think of it? I love this sketch. I (laughs) love this sketch. This was such a well-written sketch. I was so happy every time. I knew the beat was coming. I knew what they were going to do. And every time it was like watching... It was like, it was like watching, like, it's like game eight of the World Series. Like, you're just sitting there, like, it's got down to it, and your team just hits a home run every time. And, like, when she was going through, uh, people in the place, who would you, wait, who's in the place? The people, where <laughs> the place, who's at the place? People at the place. I was like, oh my God, 
What a I ah uh, Lizzo Lizzo could not keep it together for Nuh-uh. a second of this sketch, and I no. do not blame her. I was in tears. <laughs> uh, with with bonus taboo being yelled at, loved it. Yeah, I big, I big, big Catherine. What did you think? <laughs> No, I really liked it as well. I thought it was so good. I do have some notes. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but uh, to be clear, I do I do love it. Now, the, the Black Eyed Peas lines are so generic in a way that never even occurred to me. Yeah. Um, now, like, I was like, you're right. She does just say the people in the place. And that's insane. Yeah. Um, and so... And I, as soon as it started, as soon as I saw them, I said, yes, they're going to make a joke about the ill-fated original name of Let's Get It Started, which, of course, is Let's Get R-Word, um, which was crazy even at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, immediately, that was yeah. a bad idea, but they yeah. went forward with mm-hmm. it and then said, nope, let's change it. So I was just waiting for that joke. And then I got it. I was so excited. Um, and then, like you said, Patrick, the people in the place, that beat was <sighs> golden. Genius. It's um, it's, it's one of those masters. things. They the two of them, uh-huh. Cecily and AD. I mean, and that was. Oh. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect timing. It's it's and, what that that little bit is one of the funniest things I've seen on SNL in years. <laughs> and I yeah. don't mean like there's some funny stuff. I when she did that, started crying. Uh-huh. I was yeah. literally crying tears because it's it's so. Ch- it's and, and maybe it's because singer. she's such a good singer. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, so good. she nailed. It. <clears throat> yeah, so good. And, and that's just such a specific thing to pick up on and so heightened to repeat it that yes. many times. Mm-hmm. And here comes my note. Get to it sooner. That's the funnest bit. That's the funnest part. And and we had you know, I really we have to have the setup. We have to have the boom 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 setup. But I do think we could speed through Bowen and Chris's bits a little bit, as much as that pains me to say that, because they're both brilliant performers. But I do think that part went on a little long. And I, I was agree. just like, I want more people in the place. <laughs> I, I would, I would say, you know what, we could drop out of that. That mm-hmm. bit was the bit th- that they keep going back to. Um, these producers, man, they're like vultures and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. felt like that, that, that was like the that's the weakest thread. And if yeah. you pull that thread out, it still works because at no point are they out, outside of Bowen's. Uh, uh, you're so su- you're suffocating me. It really yeah. doesn't get a laugh for like that that part of mm-hmm. the the thread. You could just take that out. And it's still a wonderful, wonderful sketch that mm-hmm. it, it's, it would just be, yeah, it would be a little snappier, just a little, little get better. Get the pace up a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, that's a fairly minor note at the end of the day because it is so fun by the end when she's pointing to them, like, and just do it, do it, do it. They, like, yeah. they heightened it so well. I, I, I loved it. Um, Charlotte, I know we, we've already talked about everything, but wh- yeah. what did you <laughs> I'm think? I'm so sorry. No, I, I love it. I, yeah, I don't really, I just, I would agree. I felt like it went on a little long and I agree. I thought it was that thread and I thought, yeah, I think it just could have been cut and gotten to the people in the place a bit sooner. So I just mm-hmm. totally agree. And I also just wanted to add that the costumes and makeup and hair were excellent because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. as soon as it started, I knew who it was, right? Like, I, th- I think we right. saw yeah, them same. before they even said it was the Black Eyed Peas, mm-hmm. and I immediately knew. So I just wanted to give kudos because they they just captured it perfectly, and mm-hmm. I, that's such a testament because they, I thought that was just so excellent as, like, and then also I thought they all kind of embodied, like, the the attitude of, like, coolness and, and everything at each of their their people, so. Sure. Yeah. Ugh. This is this is our uh, our blue oyster cult, more cowbell. 
is people mm-hmm. in the place. And I, yes. that, that's a hill, that's a hill I'll die on. No, I don't, I don't think that you're like, I think that's actually very fair. This is <laughs> for our generation. This actually is, it's, it's a very similar sketch in a lot of ways. And I think it does yeah. have that, that people in the place <laughs> bit, man. It's it so does everything. It was so, so good. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I mean, can they top it? Who's to know? But uh, to know? we're going to find out. Okay. So up next. Don't be racist. The DeVry Institute Symphony Orchestra can have a twerking flautist. Charlotte, what'd you make of this? Uh, I was waiting for a flute <laughs> moment in a sketch. And yeah. I was so happy when this started because I was like, yes. Um, so I thought it was just really fun. I I thought it was fun. I thought it heightened and that I just... I loved that the dramatic moment of the end, you know, that they're all going to twerk. And I thought that was really fun. Yeah, I think the only thing that fell maybe slight like or just confused me was that her manager seemed to be out of the 70s, like was just right yeah. like the outfit and was smoking a cigarette inside. And so it just seemed like so and the costume just seemed so specific of a choice like this is like a 70s era uh, <laughs> manager but then twerking is very much a more recent united states popular culture phenomenon right like obviously mm-hmm. yeah. you know she had her ted talk about how it comes from uh, right. west africa originally anyway so that part was just confusing to me because then I, at first when it started i was like oh is this taking place like back in time but then mm-hmm. but then it like wasn't in other ways so right I'd say that was the only thing that was a little confusing to me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I th- and you know, that is interesting. Cause I didn't really think about it until you said so, but I don't, there's really no reason we need the Chris Rudd character in this. Yeah. That's actually He's, my first note. Is actually he just <laughs> cut, cut that character. Yeah. yeah. He, honestly. Yeah. He just pulls attention from Lizzo and that's not what we want here. Um, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, Pat, Pat speak more to that. I, no, I, I completely agree. Like Charlie nail on the head. It's just, it's I feel like it, it takes all the attention away from Lizzo in the beginning to the point where Lizzo's character is, is is very I play the flute and there's nothing to the character because now you're so interested in Chris Red, who's coming with a lot of angles, and a lot of different, you know, he keeps saying repeating her full name and stuff like that. And then it's it should and especially it's I feel like in another hosted by someone else who you can see that they couldn't handle the comedy as well. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right. But mm-hmm. Lizzo, this is a towards the end of the show. Lizzo's proven time and time again with these early sketches that she can be, she can be the, 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 the she can do a character piece. She doesn't need someone holding her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like literally just cut the character and just make it like, instead of, instead of it, like they need a replacement suddenly is she is the replacement and yeah. she's running a little late and that's all you need to do. And she shows up and everyone in the orchestra is kind of like, Oh, just let her try. Um, mm-hmm. but, but adding that kind of added another level that never worked for me. The, the, the idea that she can, that she twerks while playing the flute. It's again, it's a little, it's a little one note the, them all twerking at the end was fun. Um, you can tell which one of the people there knew how to twerk. <laughs> and by which one it. you mean none of them. Yeah, I, was none of them. Who? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any, not, not a single well, one, <laughs> which is crazy because you literally have like queen of twerks right there. and. Mm-hmm. Like Lizzo could easily have like told them how to do it, and I'm 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 disappointed in Lizzo that she didn't take the time out to teach with everyone all their how to free time. Yeah. With all her free time, uh, she didn't teach the cast how to twerk. 
but no, it's just, it, that was just like a minor thing that it was. It, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Where I'm like, I'm like, oh, good for eighty. She's trying so hard. I mean, it sort of worked because these people wouldn't know how to twerk. Yeah. But it is yeah. for just for us watching it, knowing like you know, like like Heidi's like such a fun person on like Instagram. Like we know, like Alex Moffat's like secretly really hot. Like we expect oh, that right? we expect secretly. that Heidi can maybe do it. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I feel like it would have been off game it would have it would have been weird magically knew how to twerk i think no you're right you're right you're right it would but also like knowing the cast as like 2022 people that live in the world being so bad at it was like because at that moment you really kind of you're not in the sketch anymore at least me because i am watching it a little bit meta e and just being like yeah oh can kate mckinnon twerk can 80 can can, can heidi and it's just like oh no No. I wonder. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Now we Maybe can talk so. about Maybe how so. in the sketch they wouldn't know how to twerk. I yeah. wonder if that was a choice. Um, Let's give but, them the benefit but, of the doubt. It yeah, was. they yeah, all were sure. probably master twerkers. Yeah, I, I think we've we've said it all in this sketch. You know, it, it's a funny. <laughs> it's a funny premise. It didn't. It did heighten. Like we did end up in a place where the whole yeah. orchestra is twerking, but there was just a little something in there that that held us back, that held it back from being as good as it could have been. Um, and you know, we talked about the twerking at length. So, you know, let's let's keep going. Lizzo performs about damn time and special. Charlotte, did you have fun with it? Yeah, obviously. I mean, <laughs> she's so good. Um, I. The first song I didn't totally resonate with. If I'm being honest, did something sound off with the sound? It was like her. Yeah. There's always something off with the sound. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I felt like I like her mic was too low or something compared to the music. But I still loved it. I lo- I think I just definitely loved the second song and performance better. I loved that her mom introduced her the second time. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, I I liked it. I thought I thought both of these songs were a little more generic than other Lizzo songs like they didn't they just felt like okay this is a pop song and not like oh this is a Lizzo song but the performances were fully a good time they're exactly what we expected we had a flute Mm -hmm. moment we had dancing we had fabulous dancers I loved all the lights Uh, so it was like an enjoyable it was a good time Uh, but it it wasn't you know when was she on and she she did uh, like Truth Hurts or whatever oh god yeah that was these songs were not at the level of that yeah yeah, uh, Pat. What do you think of the thing of these? When she brought that flute out, it's kind of like when Prince steps forward with the guitar. It, <laughs> right. I lost my mind. It was like, oh my god, we're about uh-uh. to we're we're so lucky. We're so lucky to, <laughs> that she got the flute yeah. out. Uh, and it, God, it's just it's she. I she's such an incredible performer because both of them because it's so hard um, to 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 do both big dance beat like be the run around the stage person and then also command the same amount of power and energy being the quietly stand in front of a mic person and she mm-hmm. did both and i think she nailed both it's just just the performance i do agree the songs are extremely forgettable i've i i've already forgotten both songs like <laughs> what they were i but i remember the physical performance of it because mm-hmm. she's just yeah. she's she's electric Charisma, and i yeah. love that her backup singers were also like bigger body people mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. that it wasn't that like oh she's backup singers and they no oh my god and they, they like all fucking shades of the world it was it was a, yeah. it was a dream it was martin luther king's dream it was gorgeous i love that performance i feel yeah. like it's so it's so important it's so important for mm-hmm. and, and we talk about representation i don't want to uh, I don't want to alarm you, but I'm a fat, and 
it's it's uh we don't get a lot of fat people who aren't when they're put in the center of thing like the butt of the joke at no point during Lizzo's performance did she go for comedy she went for sex appeal the whole time Mm -hmm. it was it was power it was set and it's it's so refreshing that that's what we see and that's why Lizzo I think is so important as Mm -hmm. as an artist because yes Adele is incredible and all this and she sings her soul but Lizzo there's no difference between Megan Thee Stallion or like Godoja Cat and Lizzo in sense of this is who I am kind of it doesn't matter that I'm fat this is my I am writing these sexual like like sexually empowering songs and it does not matter what my body type is and I think you don't see that anywhere else and it's incredible Mm -hmm. so yeah I enjoyed it Catherine (laughs) why are you fighting me on this (laughs) yeah no I don't know why I got antagonistic there I'm sorry It's and fine. her just like breath control to go from mm-hmm. dancing and singing to then then the flute to like fluting. control the flute. I mean, it's like insane. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review, search for SNL After Party on Patreon or Subscribestar.com. Okay, well, that's the end of our rundown. But before we get into our overall thoughts and ratings. I want to take a second to talk about a cool new app called Music League. Music League is a fun game to play with friends where you each submit a song that matches a certain theme, like best cover song, funniest song, or best SNL musical guest. Then the app creates a Spotify playlist and everyone votes by distributing points to their favorite submissions. It's a really fun way to hear new music and share your favorites with friends. I would love for our listeners to check it out and play by going to musicleague.com to download the iOS or Android app today. That's musicleague, M-U-S-I-C-L-E-A-G-U-E dot com. And now, back to the show. Are we ready to talk about uh, our big categories? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, well, up first is moment of the night. Patrick, what's yours? My moment of the night uh, is Andrew Dismukes saying his his timing with the Beanie Babies. God damn it! Like the uh, so they're worth nothing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it just it was just, it's just such an elevation. It made me laugh. It made me laugh so hard. I've listened to him just yell "God damn it" a few times because I think it's so. <laughs> the timing's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a great moment. Like, and I I mentioned it in the thing. Like, he milked that pause so he well. did, and it worked. He he did because mm-hmm. sometimes if you milk a moment, it doesn't it doesn't have it doesn't hit as well. But it's the, it's this, it's, it's, he put his whole body into the slam and that's, mm-hmm. that's really what did it for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my moment of the night is people in the place. Yeah. Uh, it should have been. It's so that's, funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I need, I need, uh, like just a, that clip to just put on my phone and play it every time I feel a little bit sad and it'll cheer yeah. me right up. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, what's your moment? I agree. Same moment. I thought the people in the place was such a strong moment. It just, I mean, just excellent comedy. Mm-hmm. Excellent yeah. singing. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. perfection. Okay. Well, up next is best sketch. Patrick, what's yours? Uh, the, the Black Eyed Peas sketch, a thousand percent. I love that sketch so much. It, um, I, I was, I was almost going to go with the, with the mayor of Game Town sketch, the, the game show sketch early on but honestly that black eyed peas sketch is some the people in the place it's it, it's not just people in place for me it's there's so many quotable moments the fact mm-hmm. like i love we, did, we didn't mention it before 
that the sketch ends with everyone saying, let's say a phrase that represents all of us. L'chaim! Mazel tov! And like, I was like, great. So funny. So funny. Because are any of them Jewish? Couldn't I don't tell think you. so. I don't think, they but it is. So. It's such a random part of that song <laughs> yes! that has always driven me crazy. <laughs> um, I was really torn between those same two, actually, Patrick. Uh, guess that and the Black Eyed Peas. I think those are such. Those are two really strong sketches that have such wonderful moments in them. I think guess that is is probably the stronger of the two, but I'm gonna go with Black Eyed Peas because you know what? It's a it's an instant classic. Yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. Even even with like its slight, even with its faults, God, it's so funny. People yeah. in the place. What well, you know? What else can we say? Uh, yeah. Charlotte, what's your best sketch? I'm gonna do it. The Six Flags Man sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. the Six Flags Man. It's just made me laugh in a way I like can't even describe. I thought it was so silly, and I just. I and I love listen, I love a dance number. There was a big <laughs> ensemble dance number. I yes, loved it, it. And uh it was joyful, it was funny, it was silly. I thought it didn't take itself too seriously. I just loved it. I can't help it. So I'm going with that. That's a great choice. Yeah, that's okay. Catherine's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I like it when we have different opinions. It makes yeah. it makes a more interesting show, and it's what makes SNL great is that there's something for everybody and I, different I, things to appreciate about each sketch. I hope there will be comments that agree with me. <laughs> comment, <laughs> comment below. Get in the comments. <laughs> Get in the comments. Go off. Uh, go off in the comments if you hate Charlotte. <laughs> Up next, MVP. Please don't. <laughs> I'm too fragile. <laughs> she is. She is very sensitive. Please don't. Uh, Patrick, who's your MVP? This one might surprise you guys. Uh, I felt like he was just consistent all all show, um, and it's. It, I don't know because I feel like he played almost every strike out. But my, my Mikey Day is who I'm going for. I thought Mikey Day was real strong this episode. I thought he was great during the Six Flags sketch. I he was my standout with the Egyptian. Uh, Pharaoh scene, um, and then as a conductor, had some really funny, had some really funny moments, especially after he's called racist. And he's just like, "Well, okay, hold, well, okay, well, now I have to, now I have to." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, you know, um, w- was it unlevel with his performance in Is It Cake? No, no one can ever reach the heights of Is It Cake. But have you uh, actually watched Is It Cake? Yeah, yeah, I watched all of Is It Cake, and I gotta say, is it good? It's, no. It's uh, it's not. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Mikey Day, yeah, Mikey Day. Okay, Charlotte, who's your MVP? Okay, I had one in mind, but now I'm sort of thinking. Okay, can I have two? No. Okay. All right, I'm gonna tell you who I'm between, and then maybe you guys can help me come to a decision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one. <laughs> Patrick's dying. Uh, I've one, never seen Catherine be so forceful before. I really yeah. love. I'm so I, indecisive. I need it. I was then. so. I was so. I was so expecting Catherine to be like, yeah, "That's fine," but her no, just very simple. No. That that was fantastic. 
You can you you can tell that Charlotte didn't expect it either because she just sat there in panic for a moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful you know moment. What? It was fine. I'll sacrifice my pride for the live performance. Okay. So first, I was gonna say Andrew Dismukes because I thought he had a great, a lot uh-huh. of great moments, and I thought they played him off of Lizzo in a really funny way. Like they put it. They were together in the Please Don't Destroy. They had that dynamic. They were together mm. in that weird Egyptian thing. And then they were uh, great the end, in yeah. the final sketch, the Beanie Baby. So I just thought there was like a lot of charisma. And I thought he really held his own. And I thought that he was such a great foil to Lizzo. So I thought he really carried all of his sketches really well and was really funny. And then my second choice is Chris Red because I just thought he was so funny as the mayor. And every sketch he was in, I thought he was really funny, and he always is, and I just thought that he really carried his characters well, even when they weren't the lead, right? Like, And that's always hard to be sort of the unsung hero. So, uh, so which one are you picking? Okay. I'm going to choose Andrew Dismukes. <laughs> My MVP is Lizzo. Woo! I don't see how it's anyone but Lizzo. I'm disappointed oh. in both of you. I honestly was gonna say Lizzo, but I don't. I, mean, I didn't want to like be the, the safe first choice, one. Catherine. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go outside the box, not you know for the easy, the easy get. But no, I'm the villain here. I'm yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> Celebrate the cast, Catherine. <laughs> no, I won't. No, Lizzo was so good. She. She killed her monologue. She brought such great energy to everything. She was the host and the musical guest. She was everything except Weekend Update in the Cold Open had Lizzo in it. And she was owning it and everything she was in and leading, carrying on her back. Yeah. So many things. Lizzo killed it. She's going to be a five-timer. I'm calling it. She was great. Okay, well, let's get into the big one. On a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck. Patrick, how would you rate this episode? Um... I would say uh, decent. I'd say I squarely decent. I feel like um, some of the sketches in the second half were just weak, just like weak premise, mm-hmm. like just not. But but Lizzo carried through the whole time. The fact that Lizzo was committed the whole time is what. Because honestly, I originally had put weak. I was like, I was thinking maybe this kind of this is a weaker episode. But Lizzo's performance and Lizzo's tenacity pushed this over the edge for me. Very good, Charlotte. Where do you land? I'm gonna go with great. I thought, I thought because she was such a powerhouse, you know, um, she has this great energy that even when it wasn't my favorite sketch, I thought that she still carried it. Um, and there wasn't anything where I was like so uh, opposed or something. So I didn't have like a visceral reaction in, in a negative way to anything that strongly. So, and I just thought. On the whole, this was just a wonderful show, especially since like the last couple of shows were a little bit. Yeah, I just was yeah. happy for this show. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with great. <laughs> OK, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to land on great, too, because those last couple shows were insert. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I thought this one was really good. I thought the first half of this episode was so, so strong. Uh, it had so much going for that game show was great. The monologue mm-hmm. was great. Black Eyed Peas, as we know, was great. And, I, you know, I, I I enjoyed the Six Flags thing. I didn't think it was perfect, but, you know, it was off to a really strong start. And then the back half was weaker. You're right, Pat. But mm-hmm. even even with that weak back half, I still found things to enjoy. 
Um, there was nothing in this episode that on the my rewatch I was like, oh, do I have to watch this again? Yeah. Um, so, so I do think I think it made it to great, and uh, a big part of that, like Charlotte said, is Lizzo and her charisma and just her great energy coming into this. So, um, yeah, decent to great, but a, a solid energy and a great, great first time host for sure. I think we can all agree there. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Here, here. Yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back a hundred percent. Yes. Yes. For sure. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you both for being here. Um, Charlotte, do you have anything coming up? What do you want to tell the people about? Oh, I definitely have something coming up that I want to tell the people about. So um, you may have heard of Lit Comedy since Catherine is the director and I'm also in it. So we have a sketch show coming up on April 27th, which is a Wednesday, and it will be live on YouTube so you can watch from the comfort of your home. It's uh, a do- donation suggested. Um, so I'm sure Catherine will drop the link, but you can go to litcomedy.com and check it out. There's a lot of funny sketches. I'm there. Catherine's there. <laughs> Patrick what will be tuning in. <laughs> yeah, like I, Patrick hey, will be in the chat. We're it's all fantastic. There. <laughs> it's so good. I'll be in the chat just being like, ooh. <laughs> and that is at 8 p.m. Uh, on the 27th you. on YouTube. Patrick, you got anything coming up? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I have uh, this this weekend. If you're if you're listening to it as it came out, the twenty third and twenty fourth, I think. Uh, I am going to be at the New York City Queer Comic Arts Fair. Uh, it's at the Center on Thirteenth Street. Uh, I'll be there selling uh, some of my comics and zines, but more importantly, I'll be selling my my shitty paintings. Uh, please watch my my shitty painting series, Pat Shitty Paintings, on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you can watch me paint these in the nude, and you can go through the comments and see uh, wh- who who I creeped each other because I leave them now, and you can see all the creepy things people have said to me while I paint my my wonderful paintings. As you can see, this is my father. <laughs> Thank we, you very we much. Love, we love we love Pat's shitty paintings here at this channel. Uh, so yeah, go go pay- check his show out. You said that's next Saturday. What time? Next Saturday and Sunday, uh, all day. It oh, is it's a, it's, it's a comic. It's a comic book. It's a comic con for gotcha, queer gotcha. artists and stuff. Uh, it's a free event. So if you don't, if you're in the village uh, uh, next, this weekend, come stop in, and it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great artists there um, putting their stuff out. So it's a fun event. Amazing. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Awesome. Well, uh, on top of the show uh, with, that I directed the Charlotte's in, I also have a show with my brand new Boogie Manja team, Howdy Neighbor. That is the same Wednesday night, April 27th at 9 p.m. And it is Whoa. on twitch.tv slash Boogie Manja. So I have two shows in production right now. Um, the same night, an hour apart. But, oh, my uh, God. I'm excited. Wow. Just what yeah, a. Thankfully, what, they're wow. both digital. So, you know, I don't have to run. <laughs> What an Olympic feat, honestly. Are you getting a medal? Are you getting are you <laughs> are you gonna be carried to the to the Olympus with all the rest of the gods? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both for being here, and that is a wrap. Thanks to Charlotte O'Trimba and Pat Riley, and thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Kogan, and Brian Clark. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow. And your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back in three weeks when SNL returns with host 
Benedict Cumberbatch, and musical guest Arcade Fire. But until then, this has been episode number 159 of the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thank <laughs> you.